Hey, and welcome once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, and today we are in Revelation chapter 2. Now, chapters 2 and 3, they both are, they're oftentimes called the, the seven letters, and, and what they are comprised of are seven letters to seven different churches. And Jesus, he speaks to each of these churches and he, he describes himself. He, he gives them commendation for the things they're doing good if they are. He gives them rebuke. He corrects them. He instructs them in how to course correct. And then he gives them promises. And each of these churches, he, he gives these things too. And so for today, we're going to look at... Uh, the way Jesus speaks to four churches in particular. Um, and these are four churches of Revelation in Revelation chapter 2. Now, what I'd love to have you do is turn with me to Revelation 2, and we're going to start in verse 5. And we're going to start with this, this church to Ephes the church of Ephesus. So Jesus' words to the church in Ephesus. Now, Jesus, he, um, he speaks first to this church, and this is a church we know well, the church in Ephesus. Um, we have the book of Ephesians. We have Paul spends lots of time there. There's so much about this, this church. But we see that when Jesus speaks to this church, there's great things going on there. He commends them. They're doing great work. They're enduring. They're hating uh, evil things. But his confrontation of them is that they have, they have forsaken their first love. They are, their heart has moved away. They're, they're doing many of the right things, but they're, they've forgotten their first love. And so if we look at the text here, it says, Jesus says in verse five, he says, remember therefore from where you have fallen, repent and do the works you did at first. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. And so Jesus' words to this church is he, he calls them to remember, he calls them to repent. This is that first church, the church in Ephesus. Well, if we continue then, we see the next church is the church of Smyrna. In this church, they, they have some commendation because the, they're suffering and they're dealing with persecution, they're dealing with poverty. And in fact, Jesus, for this church, he doesn't have any rebuke. He, he doesn't like correct them. Instead, his words to them, if you look at the text, his words to them, verse 10 says, do not fear what you are about to suffer. Behold, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested. And for 10 days, you will have tribulation. Be faithful unto death. And I will give you the crown of life. So Jesus' his instructions to this church, the church in Smyrna, is to be faithful to the end, to, to be willing to endure suffering. Now, this is a difficult call. This is not an easy task, but this is what Jesus calls this church to. Now, the next church is the church in Pergamum. And this church is a church that uh, they, have, um, they, they have remained true to Christ. Uh, they, they have not renounced their faith. And so that's, they have that going for them. Jesus, he, he corrects them though, because there's some that hold to false teaching, the teaching of Balaam, the teaching of the Nicolaitans. And so his simple call to this church, verse 16, he says, therefore repent, <laughs> simply repent, turn from the false teaching and turn toward the true teaching. This is what he calls this church in Pergamum 2. He says, if not, I will come to you soon and war against them with the sword of my mouth. 
And then finally, the last church for today is the church in Thyatira. In this church, they they have good deeds. Their deeds are of love and of faith. They serve. They persevere. They're striving beyond what they began with. They're doing more and more. But again, they tolerate they tolerate false teaching. They tolerate evil teaching. Uh, Jesus talks about this woman, Jezebel, and her immorality. And so, again, this church, they are called to, well, verse 25. Uh, oh, I missed one of it, one of the texts. But they, they are called to hold fast. They're also called to repent and then to hold fast to what, what they have um what they have. And so this is this is Jesus' words to these churches. And and uh I, I thought for our ancient way for our modern day, it's it's hard to cover all of the chapter, but I thought I would look at Jesus' instructions to each of these churches and and just ask us to consider our lives and consider the way we're walking as we follow Christ. So let me back up. Let me back up to the first one. Verse five. Remember therefore from where you have fallen. Repent and do the works you did at first. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. Returning to our first love. And then the next one, verse 10. Do not fear what you're about to suffer. Behold, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested. And for 10 days you will have tribulation. Be faithful unto death. So so this church, he says, do not fear suffering. Be faithful unto death. And then Pergamum repent. Repent from the false teaching. Repent from the wrong thinking. And then finally, repent and hold fast to the truth that we have. Uh, These four instructions, they call us to return to our first love. They call us to hold fast and be willing to suffer. They call us to turn from false teaching and cling to what is true and right doctrine. All of these combined, they aim us at the person and work of Jesus Christ. They aim us at trusting in who he is and what he's done and then striving after faithfulness. Not faithfulness for what we, that we would be saved, but faithfulness in light of what Jesus has done for us. Now, as, as you think about these instructions, if you think about how Jesus, as he corrects and calls these churches to an authentic faith, I want you to consider your own life. Have you? Have you become distracted from your first love? Have you become uh, afraid of suffering and you're willing to do whatever it takes to avoid suffering? Have you become enamored with false teaching? Are you you opening up the door to unbiblical teaching in your life and do you need to repent of that? Do you need to return to an authentic, sincere, pure faith in the gospel of Jesus Christ? You know, these instructions for the church, I hope you spend some time reading the descriptions of Jesus and, and all of it. But but our ancient way for our modern day, it's, it's to take all of these together, to combine them together, and, and remember that we are a people that are called to keep our attention on Christ. We are called to love him first. We are called to love him and be willing to suffer. We are called to constantly let our faith be be formed by what's been revealed in the scripture and, and even shift if we find that we've believed false things. This is our ancient way for our modern day.